0: Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Parent Trap Podcast. In life, there are a lot of traps, and parenting is definitely a big one. My name is Luria, and I am your host. I created this podcast so that minority parents have a space where we can talk about real problems through it, some real family. Now, I want you guys to tune in. We will be posting episodes Monday, bi-weekly. You can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, as well as Podbean. We're going to have some great topics. We're going to dig deep into our culture and make this trap of parenting a little bit easier to maneuver through. Go ahead and subscribe to our show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you, thank you guys for tuning in to the Parent Trap Podcast. We have been on a break. But we have not forgotten about our audience. We are back and better than ever to bring you some great topics that are appealing to families of color. You know, there's not much out there that caters to our culture, but this is the podcast for you. If you are a parent and you just need some advice, some support, or want to just hear some amazing stories about other parents and their unique way of living, this is the podcast for you. So on today's episode, we are going to talk about gifted children. Um, I believe that each person has a gift and a purpose that they were put on this earth for. And sometimes we are operating in them at a young age. And even myself, my gift is I definitely have multiple, but I do know my heart and my passion is for working with youth and. I didn't realize that all my life I've been working with youth. <laughs> Even as a kid, I was the play mama. I was the cousin everybody loved. I was the babysitter. I was always using my gift, but I never looked at it as that. And I was going into my career and adulthood, focusing on doing something else. And. I'm just thankful that God turned that around because now I'm living in my purpose and I love every minute of it. Work doesn't feel like work. And I believe each child has something that is in them that is natural, that is appealing to them, that they can do effortlessly. And it's up to us as parents to bring that out of them. So that's what today's episode is going to be about. So we have a special guest. And she's going to be introduced by her amazing daughter, Nona. So, Nona, can you introduce our special guest that is going to be on the show today?
1: Hi, everybody. My name is Nona. And today I'm going to be introducing
0: my mommy to the stage today. Introducing my mommy that's named Carly Ashawn,
1: and she's really great at rapping and singing and doing stuff, and she's the
0: greatest mommy ever, and everybody loves my mommy, and and my mommy is so beautiful and gorgeous. We just love her every day, and this earth was made to not put trash on there, so introducing my mommy, Carly Ashawn. (laughs) Bye-bye. That was amazing. That was amazing. Thank you, thank you, Nona, for that amazing intro. Without further ado, Miss Carly Ashon. Oh,
1: okay. So, hello, everyone, and thank you for having me. Shout out to my daughter for that over-the-top
0: introduction. <laughs> I think it was perfect.
1: Uh, that's funny.
0: Okay, so Carly, we're going to get right into talking about children with gifts. So first I want to ask, you know, about you as a mother, you know, how many kids do you have, uh, what age they are, and yeah, what do you enjoy most about parenting? Go ahead with those.
1: Okay, I have one biological child, which is Nona, and she's six years old. She'll be seven this year. And I also have a stepdaughter. Her name is Tamaya, and she will be fifteen uh, very soon, next month. So Ooh, child, okay. yes. And and what do I enjoy most about motherhood? Yep. Uh, I uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I think what I enjoy the most is learning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That uh, because listen. I didn't have kids before, so
0: um, <laughs> you I, was the babysitter I was You weren't you, you babysitter either? You weren't a babysitter? Yeah, I was around okay. kids all the
1: time, and that's very interesting you say that. So, I was around kids. I had other people's kids a lot, but that's something to me totally different than having your own child. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I didn't think I was equipped for this job, y'all.
0: <laughs> we all feel like that um Shoot. i tell people every day like I, I make my little jokes about i am not ready to parent and yeah. people are like your son is 12 what do you mean not ready Tuh. i'm not ready <laughs> <laughs> every day is just like okay it's freelance <laughs> parents and it's super freelance mm-hmm. and that's one of the reasons why i wanted to start this podcast so yeah mm-hmm. okay so we're gonna get right into it um let's just start with this question just to give the people uh idea of like more more in depth of the topic what does living in purpose mean to you
1: it means living what you were created on this earth to do what comes naturally a lot of times we don't know that the things that come naturally to us we generally overlook mm-hmm. and we don't realize that even when you get older You can utilize those things to even make a living in life. We don't think about that because everything is mainly presented to us in a template format. Mm -hmm. But we know that life is not really a template format when it comes to living in your purpose.
0: That's Mm -hmm. good. Come on, girls. (laughs) A whole word. We can preach that. (laughs) Okay, so the next question. How did you discover a gift or talent in your child? Mm,
1: I really didn't discover it. Um,
0: Or notice. How did you notice, like, my child had this specific gift or talent?
1: That's interesting. I think paying attention to Nona, Mm -hmm. that's really the biggest thing. So there's – she's gifted, now I'm going to say this, in multiple things. Yeah. But I think one of the mistakes we make as parents is that we stunt the growth of kids. So it, it may be something that they do, and mm-hmm. we find it odd, okay? So Nona was playing on pillows or just start tapping stuff. And when you are in a parent mode, automatically a parent may say, stop hitting on stuff mm-hmm. or stop all that tapping. or Guilty. Stop.
0: <laughs> you, you see? <laughs> now,
1: uh, and, and so that's the thing. So, however, you know, I generally let things play out when it comes to Nona. That's how I discover different gifts with her. Mm-hmm. I let her ask me questions. I don't tell her there's nothing that she can't ask me. So mm-hmm. she asked me 50,000 questions a day.
0: Yeah. And one of the things, I'm going to just make this a little more conversation. One of the things that with Amadi, how I discovered his gift. And um, this is kind of speaking to a culture that grew up how I grew up. Where we always sat in front of TVs or it was on a computer or whatever else. He was struggling in school in first grade. And I was just frustrated, like, what in the world? I can't do this. But what I noticed is that he was capable of doing it. He just preferred to rush and get in front of the TV or rush and do this. So I made the decision to take the TV out during the school year. We are done with TV. It was a huge step for me. And I'm going to just be honest because that's who I am. Um, you know, in our culture, like, you know, white people do that type of stuff.
1: Why people do what
0: type of stuff? Don't watch TV on weekdays. That's what? like that's like a stigma in my family. Like I'm gonna just say that for me. That's me. a stigma. No, and you just start being
1: able to watch. Yeah. T- you know. Most. My story with that.
0: Yeah. Most <laughs> families. Most families like, and even kids I've taught, they're leaving out of my classroom on their mom's phone. Like that's what we do, and it's just like, girl, you know, you could watch TV. Like in uh, in other cultures, families are reading books more than they're watching TV. So. Me taking that out was a stretch for me. And even when relatives would visit or people would come by, they'll be like, why y'all not watching TV? Because we're not. It's a weekday. We got stuff to focus on. But as I did that, we'll talk about that in another episode, cultural stigmas. <laughs> but as I did that, he was like, what am I going to do? I don't know. Let's figure it out. What you want to do? Um. Yeah, he played outside a lot. But he began drawing. He began... um. Just creating stuff and I'ma give credit where credit is due. It was inspired from Art Zuka. Cause he would only watch TV on weekends. So we didn't have cable either. So Artzuka was on, for those of you who don't got cable, y'all know what Artzuka is. And he would be like, Well, I saw Art Zuka draw this, I'ma draw this. Or I you know, and he would begin making stuff. That was the first thing that he started to do. Um, so I embraced it. I bought him art supplies, I got him little sketch journals and even like books about drawing and eventually he started to create and design um different like he would see stuff and draw it see pictures of cartoon characters and draw it and that expanded to him building so he would be like oh I just don't want to draw this I want to create something and now we have Amadi, the inventor who makes toys out of recycled stuff who knows like 10 different ways to fold a paper airplane and that's kind of what he does with his life and now he's like he has this whole dream to start this tech company and be this like super dope inter- engineer and inventor because, you know, we took the TV away and gave him other options. So I say all that to say, like, expose your children to different things. And for those of you that don't know my background, I'm an educator and I also have a youth program. So during the week, I'm at about three different schools. And um, even with my high schoolers, it's amazing when I ask them, what are you good at? I don't know. I mean, what do you do every day? I mean, I be playing my video game or I be watching this on YouTube. They they don't do much. They haven't done much sports. They haven't been in any activities. They haven't been to summer camps or programs to help them develop different gifts. And I think the main thing is exposure. And I, I like I know firsthand, you know, like you said, you you, you see Nona tapping on that and you let her do it. Part of exposure is that allowing them to do things that come naturally to them that may annoy parents, but it is cultivating something in the, in the child. So that goes into my next question. (laughs) What things do you do now to embrace her talent? I know you mentioned the drumming on, on pillows and different things, How do you embrace that or other gifts she has? What are some things that you have done to embrace those gifts?
1: Okay, so Nona, she picks up on things really fast.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, When she was
1: younger, I introduced her to a lot of things. So she's never been to a camp, but Nona knows how to create a stage play with paper and make up her own people. And they're doing a play. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's because I just did arts and crafts with her when she was two years old and when she was three so she has a love for drawing and she's really great even with uh stories she likes to make stories up and it started when she was three and she would tell me stories and make up stories Mm -hmm. and so now it's just um i said i went from that to okay make up draw your character you know what i'm saying and so then her love for drawing how can she enhance that? She seen what I do, because I think that's a another thing too. So sometimes kids pay attention to what the parent does, right? She liked to draw. She went from making up her own little scenes and on paper. And that's another thing. She has plenty of paper. Okay, mm-hmm. we always buy paper, crayons, markers, markers, and pencils. Um she likes to sing, she likes to dance. I just I don't think i'm doing anything really special but i create that kind of environment to be her first audience
0: but that is special um. it's normal to you <laughs> that's so normal to you but that is special so even with
1: the with the <laughs> pillow and stuff you know we set her drums up now she's asking mommy can i have an electric guitar mommy you know she wants to play electric electric guitar she wants to play a trumpet she mm-hmm. wants to do violin and those are things she asks. And we're gonna. She doesn't know, but you know, we're gonna get it. Just, just like she showed that interest with drumming, and mm-hmm. now she has her set. Boom! She make up her own little, do her own shows. You see? Yeah,
0: yeah. No, I see. And <laughs> oh, for oh those wait, of and that, wait, wait,
1: wait. Can I say one other thing? Go ahead. Outside of, cause sometimes we think creatively.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Nona loves words. Nona is very inquisitive, mm-hmm. so she will ask questions about the body and everything. And I noticed that. She really pays attention, right? Mm-hmm. So then what did I do? I bought her something with the anatomy. And she started learning all the parts of the body. And yeah. this is when she was five. Mm-hmm.
0: You yeah, know? I remember. That. Yes. and to, She came you know, she showing like, me like, Miss Korea, this is this and this yeah, is that. I'm I mean, like, that's next, in my body. right? Yeah, she told me, I said, that's in my body. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs>
1: so, So it doesn't have to necessarily be anything with music or with art. I think it's just about nurturing their curiosity. Yes. So she likes, she loves to read. Nona loves numbers. That's another thing. You know that, mm-hmm. Laria? Yeah. So she can identify numbers that are in the thousands because I nurtured that. I just paid attention to what yeah. she
0: That's good. That's good. And I think, like, you saying, oh, that's not anything big. No, that is big because most parents don't know to do that, especially if their parents didn't do it with them. Like you said, how we just be like, stop tapping on that. Don't do this and don't do that. Um, That's kind of what we carry as a parent. And it's this formality, especially I see this a lot with parents who are real corporate and business like, and how they try to um, embed that in their children, which Mm -hmm. is not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. However, you have to know that that is your child's purpose and destiny because I've seen people get really damaged trying to... Mm -hmm. um, force a certain direction for your child when it's like they want to be an artist and you're forcing them to go to med school mm-hmm. or they want to be a super dope dancer and you're trying to force them into education because you were in education and I think um like you said paying attention it was something you said I'm like oop, that's a um hashtag <laughs> um what did you say cultivating their Their curiosity curiosity. yes Yes. that is like major Mm -hmm. that stuck with me and the second thing that stuck with me was you saying that she watched what i do Mm -hmm. your kids are watching what you do and if you are sitting up watching real housewives all day uh watching binge watching netflix shows and you're not doing anything productive with yourself they're gonna do the same thing They're going to just sit up and consume and consume and consume and not be developers and just fall in line with the systematic race that they feel like they have to run where they're competing for these things that they have no interest in and no skills in, but are being groomed into it. And then before you know it, they're on this hamster wheel of misery. And by 30, we got a bunch of depressed, stressed out, bitter people Mm -hmm. because they're living in this Miseries miserable cycle because they were conditioned into something that's not their purpose and their gift So Mm -hmm. that was good and just for me some things I do to embrace it like carly said (laughs) Um, some stuff, you know with the tapping on the pillows and all that with my son You have to be careful. (laughs) I had this pamphlet I had this pamphlet. It was super informational. I really needed it. I came back. It was cut up I knew you <laughs> it was cut up and taped to something and i'm like amati why did you, i needed to read this why did you cut that up he was like well i needed the color on the paper to make my design pop um because he was making a he's he's super into nerf guns and he took this i guess at the school they had some type of lunch from chipotle so he took the box you know the box he took the box and he made this like portable nerf practicing stage and um you open up the box and it's hanging targets it's a target that waver in the back and all of them got different points that's something he built on his own super dope and he needed he wanted it to have a certain color vibe so he used my pamphlet <laughs> and he i appreciate that he uses recycled stuff to make his prototypes but that's something i had to just not fuss at him about and say "Amadi, you know give him a learning Acts before you use my things, and it was kind of on me because I left it in the playroom. I left it in the playroom, I shouldn't have left it in there. He, like, oh, this is something mama gave me that's recycled that I can use, so you ought to just take it for what it is. I've had hot glue gun on my carpet, I've had stuff I needed that was just like not anything super urgent, but small stuff like dang, I was about to keep that. Um. I was about to keep that to, you know, refill or do something with, but he done made it into something, and it's a sacrifice. And normally, you'll get, like, in my house growing up, you're going to get a whooping. You cut up mama's stuff or take something of hers. Like, don't touch about, you're going to get in trouble. He's even, like, taking, well, he, he asked. It's like this old pearl necklace I had, and he was making some kind of balloon shooter thing, and he, like, um... I was cleaning up or whatever else. And I know he took the first one, but I didn't mind because I was going to throw it away. He took that and made it into something. And sometimes I got to deal with his little shooter things all over the floor. But it's a sacrifice I do because I know he's just, he wants to make toys. he He's practicing, he, filling out his prototypes. And, you know, when he on a shelf next to Fisher Price, it's all going to be worth yeah. it. You hear me? Yes.
1: It, I, I, can I just say something? Go ahead. What did, what did, the biggest thing I think I did for Nona is I gave her her own space. Yes.
0: I I did and that so now. That,
1: that is the thing. Yes. You know, I think out of everything else, that is the thing. Giving them a space. Yes. Where they can experiment. Mm-hmm. That's how I cultivated, uh, you know, her curiosity. Mm-hmm. You see, uh, see, she had her area up there. And she responsible for cleaning it. Yeah, you gotta clean this area. Mm-hmm. But also, she make her own obstacle courses up there. She doing all <laughs> kind of stuff. You hear yeah. me? And then sometimes, what I learned about her is that she knows how to create an organized mess. And but I I realized um, it from how Gene pointed it out. Yeah. And he was like, babe, if you just look, it, it's not that. It's not really a mess. Mess. She organized with her mess. But she know how to clean it up, though. Yeah."
0: I don't have to go, I don't clean up behind her. See, that's did a girl you, thing. Amati don't know how to clean up. <laughs> so and for those of you who may be like I live in a small house, I don't got space. Um at the time I did have my mother and another relative living with me, but the basement. You know, yes. most of y'all got have space. basement. He got a mm-hmm. he had got a power drill for Christmas and a torch, and then Jean showed him how to use the drill. I said, <laughs> nah, not, not up here. So I went in the basement it's you know everybody got and it's you know a regular looking basement when you mm-hmm. first walk down it's just an area with stuff and i'm like dude i can just clean out this stuff it was nothing but broken stuff old stuff mm-hmm. um just stuff stuff that i knew that i couldn't throw away like um, lawn care and stuff, I put that under the stairs and the rest, I cleared it out and took an old rug and laid it down down there and he go to work. You can mm-hmm. get as much hot glue gun and spray See? paint as you want down mm-hmm. here. I just tell him, don't start a fire, don't break nothing. Mm-hmm. Like and it ain't much to break, but pipes in the ceiling, but you got to be careful with him because he tried to make <laughs> a him. American Ninja Warrior <laughs> <laughs> obstacle course. Uh, okay. Like, okay, you can't okay, hang yeah. from the <laughs> ceiling. So, it's, <laughs> that's how extreme it is. That drill changed his life. Mm-hmm. But giving him a space was yeah. so important. And for those of you who, like, I got three kids. We ain't got no extra room. What does your basement look like? Mm-hmm. I guarantee you can do something down there and make them their own, like, creative space. So, next question. What obstacles do you face in your child living out their purpose? Like what? What has been a struggle
1: mm-hmm. well, with with them? Well, I don't. Nona is only six, so mm-hmm. I still don't know fully. She's gifted in a lot of different areas, so I'm not putting pressure on myself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If I when I start to put pressure on myself, mm-hmm. that becomes a struggle. Okay, you see, explain um,
0: what you give me an example. So
1: she's really gifted when it comes to learning and things of that nature right that has been my biggest struggle because i know god wants to use her intellectually she's six years old but known as vocabulary yes. for a six-year-old is phenomenal yes. right and sometimes i have to step back and realize that because i'm around her all the time so to me it's regular yeah right um it becomes a struggle when we when i put unnecessary pressure on myself. That mm-hmm. is the biggest struggle for me. Yeah. Like, I have to step back and, and, and say, it's all, it's okay, Carly. Because I'm i like, whoo, you know, trying to wait. She did this lesson too quick. Now what I'm going to do, you know, start stressing myself out on education-wise. Yeah. That's,
0: oh, and for those of you that don't know, Carly homeschools. Yes, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, you know, that's a whole yeah. different thing within itself. Making sure, trying to balance. There we go balancing out her creativity mm-hmm. and still cultivating the educational aspect yeah that's for me yeah My baby
0: okay so let me ask a little different and i guess i'll give an example and maybe because Amadi's a little older but yeah, she struggles six, nine i've nine. seen in him with him building stuff one um always have to encourage him like you're creating a new design if he doesn't get it right the first time he's stressed out like mom i'm trying to get and it's not working um and that's something he does not have to tell him like hey you have to keep practicing um to get it right no keep going so other thing another thing is him looking on youtube like he watches youtube but i'm thankful for who he is because he doesn't watch as a consumer he watches as an exploration like i need some new ideas he follows building channels nature channels and stuff like that and i think he sees people that are older than him or gifts are a little more cultivated and he's like why would i make my stuff it doesn't look like this Amadi put practice into it and he's an athlete so i'm able to maneuver that like when you started wrestling you weren't this good but you see how the more you do it and cultivating it that way so i think um self-confidence in who he is in comparison to other people okay so so you what's meant
1: the, what's her biggest struggle yeah okay so that's yeah. What, okay. let me say that what's the, her the biggest same struggle? exact thing nona is amazing okay she's never had lessons with drums and what you stated yeah As far, she mommy i just i can't do this role i'm like nona okay like you just started playing the the drum you you don't even have lessons and you're amazing she deals with that she doesn't think that she's as good as I see her to be Mm -hmm. you know and so for the simple fact why she know Jean she's watched drummers on the TV with my husband her dad and you know she's just like wow but Nona you're six and you've only had your drum set for how long a month you know yeah. and you have never had lessons yeah and it's the same thing educationally she's very hard on herself Yeah. um even though she's so advanced and she just wants to get it right and what I had to tell her the biggest thing and you can ask her for herself I tell her it's okay when you mess up we all make mistakes it's okay you know if you didn't do something or get it correct the first time you just keep trying and yeah. that's that's perfectly fine so that I, that's interesting
0: yeah that i wouldn't that even think i wouldn't
1: even think a mighty struggle with that right very so badly. that's really interesting yeah. and if we have when when you're cultivating your child's gift and their creativity it sounds like that's something that they're going to deal with because yes. my aunt sherry said i was the same way wow so even though you know i was doing these shows and blah, and so i didn't really think i'm like man i wanted to do but i still do that as an adult Lord yeah myself. yes
0: no <laughs> but, Seriously. But but <laughs> me too I do know
1: you, it, it gets uh, healthy you know it's not a unhealthy it's more of okay i know what i can do better yeah you know what i'm saying to that's to combat pride
0: mm-hmm.
1: you you so yes it's encouraging her and and letting her know that it's okay if you don't get it right it doesn't have to be perfect and you can ask her yeah and she'll say that now yeah. it doesn't have to be perfect
0: That's right. No Jackson 5 around here because, you know, they had to get it perfect. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I think that's important, Um, like, allowing them to naturally grow because if you always force feed them correction they're gonna always look from that from you and they're not gonna know yes. how to maneuver and correct themselves there you go that's like a whole word in <laughs> so no, that's no, a, serious well that's true serious. so yeah and, and that's
1: funny because today when doing reading her book that was the first uh, thing that she did today mm-hmm. and so as she was reading she kept looking at me and i said no don't look at mommy you know you you look at the words don't you know stop looking at me to see if i'm smiling or not that's what i told her you know you just read your words you know
0: yes (laughs) no and that's important that's like that's a healthy balance (sighs) between i'm not gonna praise you for everything so you don't go out here too cocky but you need to have your own self-confidence and know that you're reading it right and you're doing good. So that's that's good too, because that's a struggle too. And one of the things I think um, that is very important is because sometimes our mama tell us stuff and we think, that's our mom, yeah. they're supposed to say that. So I just I'm thankful for my tribe, okay? I have a lot of positive people around me, and it's crazy. It was so many times. It was even a time where um, I think Gene had said something to him where Amadi was struggling. He struggles a whole – like, that is his biggest struggle, his Mm. own confidence and Mm. mental things, and it's two things I do. One, keep him around positive people. Um, Everybody I'm around, and I be like, Amadi, tell him about what you invented. People know he invented what you done made lately. Mm. And they'll say, oh, I think one time somebody – I feel like it was Gene – um said i saw you had made this that was super awesome blah 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 Uh and he had was beating himself up about it and i said see i didn't even say nothing to him
1: the the the, um tower thing he created remember it was like a little let down thing oh Oh. yeah 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 i forgot it's so much stuff
0: but yeah yeah Yeah. and i'm like see you was beating yourself up about i Mm -hmm. think he wanted to throw it away Mm. because i'm gonna just throw it away i'm like he was like man it's not that good i'm like amati like this is great it was like it was yeah bridge bridge in his thing thing. and he'd be like so well (laughs) man I mean i haven't made a flying car yet so it's not great type <laughs> kit. but i when we left i'm like see i didn't even tell them anything and no. other people think wow. it's great and um he was just like yeah and i think it god is just so strategic because it be it, it's always times where he's down about something and somebody either mm. um outside of me says something to encourage him or mm. Or even say something to him around the lines of, you know, you keep practicing, you're going to get even better. Mm -hmm. And I I love that because it's not like a you just great where you are type Mm -hmm. message, but it's Mm -hmm. like a keep doing what you do. Mm And I love that. And the second thing I did for him was I started having him read affirmations. He got a chalkboard in his room and I wrote affirmations on it. And then recently Mm -hmm. I saw him like erase my affirmations and made his own little positive to-do list. Like I'm going to save money. I'm going to be great. I'm going to work out. And I'm I'm like, okay, look Uh... at you. (laughs) So those are just two tips for me Mm -hmm. for when your child gets in that self-confidence place. And another thing I do to filter him, yes, he has an Instagram. I don't really, I manage it. I let him post every now and then, but I don't let him see, like, likes and all that stuff. Yes, yes. I don't Mm -hmm. let him see that. I be too caught up in that. Mm -hmm. So, I don't want him to be like that. Mm -hmm. So, if anything, he on there just looking at his friends or watching Dude Perfect or Five Minute Craft. But I try to keep him away from, even times when he asks, who all like my video? It don't matter. I keep mm-hmm. him away from that because I'm as moving forward. I don't want him to be focused on that. Mm-hmm. That's important to me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, it is. Yeah. So, um, two more questions. One, what advice would you give to a parent who doesn't know what their child is good at? And this, I think we touched on it just a little bit, but mm-hmm. yeah.
1: So first thing to that parent, don't be discouraged. Okay, <laughs> that's the first thing. Yeah. And number two, I would say, think about what your child does a lot of. Mm-hmm. What do good. they talk about a lot? What do they have an interest in? Yeah. And then you know, that's how to me. That's how you'll start to see. Um, if they like watching people dance, ask them a question about it. Like, oh, you like? Do you like just watching people dance, or do you want to dance?
0: You You get yeah. what I'm saying? No, or, that's good. So
1: play around with
0: things like that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And um, I think that was kind of everything. I'll add to that. I think when Amadi first started drawing, and this is for, you know, my people who more in tune with their spiritual side, when he first started drawing and things like that, I started to pray about his direction because it was a time in my life where I had discovered my purpose. And I look back like, Dude, if I would have knew this a long... Th- I've been doing this. But if I would have knew this was my purpose a long time ago, my life would have looked different. Because I would have been intentional about what I did. And I feel that um, stepping into adulthood, I wasn't intentional. I was just trying to follow this systematic template. <laughs> that doesn't exist, I'm <laughs> realistic. And I think if I knew that sooner, I would have, you know embraced it a lot sooner and be, be in a different position right now but I am thankful for where I am so I started to like you know Lord if this is part of his gift thing guide our steps open him up more um to whatever it is you want. like art is a huge category God what direction do you want him to go in it and what do you want me to do um to cultivate that, and it was like clear as day. God gave me specific direction to where it was crazy, and it was certain stuff that He told me not to expose Him to. It was certain stuff that He told me to, you know. um, It was a certain way He had told me to speak to Him. People, oh, you spoiling Him, or you this, or you that. No. Um, God knew he was going to deal with them confidence issues. So me being hard on him and certain things that people felt like I should have been hard on him on, that would have broke him even more when that wasn't even necessary. And then I feel like, um, another thing was just, okay, kind of what I placed him, what environments I placed him in. That was very intentional too. Because a child can go into a certain environment and it can really shape their identity in a different way because it looks appealing. So I had to make some huge sacrifices and I just thank God for, you know, guiding me. And during that time of prayer, he really, I really saw his gift begin to develop more and he started building more. You know, I hate to be a little deep, but that's just the reality of where things was for me. And, you know. And how old was
1: Amadi? When this, like
0: first and second grade, okay,
1: so that's this is key. I'm just asking this question so the listeners, yeah, can gauge, yeah. right? Because this is what I would say prayer is a big part of mine, yes, but I still don't even know,
0: yeah. I say
1: to this day, and I, Jean and I discussed this, I have no idea what Nona's is going to be, yeah. And just because she's great at something, that doesn't mean that that's what she's going to want mm-hmm. to do, yeah, okay, no, <laughs> that's, that's another, true because. She's gifted in so many areas. I have no idea. Nona want to be a doctor and help people eat better and everything. This is what she said to me. So, I mean, she's great at a lot of different things, mm-hmm. but I really... Right now, and she's only six, but I feel like our job as parents, Jean and I right now, is to cultivate yes. her interests. You yes. know, and, and I... I created the cult, uh, The creative part, cultivate that, and the educational side. Yes. Because no matter which direction your child is going to go, mm-hmm. right, I think that they should be equipped yes. on both ends. Because the educational side is still big for yes. kids who, you know, are very creative.
0: Yeah, it's necessary. Who,
1: uh, hello, somebody. Okay, yes. let, let me know.
0: <laughs> no, it's so necessary.
1: So, so yes, so even though I'm, I'm praying and I have no clue. Yes. Honestly, I, you're literally still, I have no clue, y'all. I'm just telling you all <laughs> of the viewers.
0: No, so it may, real, it may look real. Like it's real. That's like
1: And like, man, no, she just, okay. And, yeah, that, and okay, she well. sold,
0: too, because she told me, like, I'm going to have
1: my own fashion. Yes. Well, that's that's yeah. the thing that we're working on. She creates, she, um, I asked her last year what her goals, she had to set two goals. Mm-hmm. And one of the goals she set was that she wanted to design her own, make her own design for her own T-shirt line. And she made two designs last year that will release this year. Mm-hmm. You know, so I really don't know. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and I think it's like what you said—always being open, um, even in the midst of cultivating and pushing him towards different things. It was never like his exposure was just stop that building. He still right. wrestle. Mm-hmm. He still played soccer. See, and that, he still what, mm-hmm. like he be. He still he has this character that he draws that we're into a book to make stories but I think um even new this year I'm so happy with the school I put him in this Montessori school um he came home one day we were at the Goodwill and he found this little piano and he was like mom can I get this and I'm like okay like you like playing music he's like yeah I could play I'm like what he started playing I'm like what I didn't even know he was like I knew he was in music, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know they were doing piano. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm thinking music is just like it was when we was kids. We learned a few songs. We learned how to read notes. Mm -hmm. But she's actually giving him piano lessons and ukulele. Mm -hmm. So I got him that, and then he ended up getting a keyboard for Christmas. That's all he does is sit on that keyboard and that ukulele. And then now they're in some some lesson in music where they're learning how to make beats using this software, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and now he's into that. So it's just like I'm not limiting him to that. He's just like Nona, and I think all of that has to do with exposure. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know he could. He would have so much interest in playing instrument. If y'all want to see him play, follow his Instagram, Amadi the Inventor, A M A D I T H E I N V E N T O R. I put it in the show notes. <laughs> Shameless, Slug, no but he be, play play your baby he be playing his little ukulele. Like, he done learned how to play Old Town Road on it. And Oh, wow. So, just being open because, like, similar to you, yeah, we have a direction. But if God shift gears, we mm-hmm. shift in gears. If if he show more interest in music than building, hey, we're going to go whichever route I feel that, you know, it's meant for you to go that you want to embrace. Um, and it may
1: all play a part. It may all tie together. Yes,
0: yes you never hello? know hello no i yes. do know
1: yes good living witness but yes
0: yes <laughs> no seriously that's dope that's dope so yeah um so yeah that's basically our last question anything else you just want to add about your kid live, helping your kid live out their gift anything else you want to say to the audience any just you know gems you want to drop mm-hmm. on them
1: I you know, I really want to encourage parents to pay attention to your kids. Don't don't be so quick to shut them down. Mm-hmm. Let them ask questions. You know, a lot of times within our community, mm-hmm. it's um because I said so. Yeah. You know, or uh uh-uh, uh you know, just be quiet. And and it's understandable. You've been at work, you're tired and things of that nature. But I just wanna challenge you to start being intentional to listen. Listen, because kids really have something to offer. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Many times, yes. God has used Nona. Yes, on me, and He has used Nona on Eugene. Yes.
0: So, girl, me too.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> ser- no, I'm so serious. No, they're so
0: serious. I'm
1: serious. And... She be coming for you. <laughs> you so silly. Stop. But I think the more that you listen to your child, um, the easier it will get for you to cultivate that curiosity and start to see. Um, like, man, maybe God is really, you know, giving them a gift for this. And then when you pay attention, your heart will be more open to seeking God on the direction. Yes. yeah. You know? So when we're not really attentive to our kids. Uh, oh, look. Oh, here go another thing, too. Here go another thing. When you're talking to your kid, put your phone down. Put your phone down. Look them in the eyes and have a conversation with them. Mm. Take a moment and... To turn the TV off, phone down, and just have a conversation. That's what Nona and I does. And we have some great conversations. I know she's only six years old, but y'all, this the questions that she asks, the insight that she has, the thoughts that she has about life, it, it really wows me because mm-hmm. I take a moment to listen. And that's what I really want to encourage you to do. So many kids are not being heard. And I think that's probably why they're turning to the internet. Mm-hmm. You know, they just want that attention. Yep. They just want somebody to look at them and to hear them. So for us parents, let's be more intentional. Put our phones down, turn the TV off, and just have a conversation with your child.
0: That's good. That's great advice. I'm going to take that too. Put my phone down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, this is a question that we're going to ask everybody who's a guest star on the show. And you know, if you got to an answer you do if you you don't you don't but what's your secret sauce to parenting like what's your what's your just Mm. what's your secret
1: sauce I don't actually I don't have a secret sauce (laughs) my secret sauce is I really understand I don't think I know what I'm doing (laughs) (laughs) that's I'm serious and you know people be like you're such an amazing mom and I'll be like what am I (laughs) because I really I really just I'm relying on God and the stuff that People think I do well on, I don't bask in that. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because I know there's always room for improvement. And the stuff that I feel like I need to do better in this, I give myself grace.
0: Yeah. That's that's your secret sauce right there. Listening to God and giving yourself grace. And I think that is a great sauce to have because there is no handbook to parenting. And although we are giving you some advice, know that... Every child is different. Yes. They all have a different path and a different process. And if you mess up, give yourself grace. grace. It is all going to work out. Yes. And I think the important part of giving yourself grace is being transparent. Yes. We come from, um, well, I speak for myself, come, for those of us that come from um, p- parents or families who we've never gotten apologies or conversations about things that we feel we needed apologies or conversations for. Give yourself that grace and be open. Like, hey, Mm -hmm. I messed up. Mm -hmm. I'm not a perfect parent. What can we do to fix this? Mm -hmm. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you got some great nuggets and that it inspires you to cultivate your children's gift. You know, be an awesome parent that you can be. And don't sit on it. Like if they're good at something, don't let people tell you, oh, they can't do that now. They need to wait or they need to get this Ooh. together. Every successful person has an issue. So allow them to move forward and embrace that. Come on, Carl, I done brought okay. another word out. You know, Go you got you something know else what? to say. Don't
1: listen, don't look at your child and compare them to the next yes. child. Yes. That's that's major. That yes. I just had to say that before this end. Don't no, do that. No, that's good. Do not do that. Don't do it don't try to turn them into somebody else's kid yes if if your child is struggling with math and somebody is posting stuff who child good at math don't be trying to make your child good at math yes you know what i'm saying and don't feel bad if your child is not good at math child do you understand yes so ooh, i just had i had to say that no that's good don't do that don't try to shape them into something that you see be open to just molding them into who god wants them to be yes And they are great the way God has made them. So, yeah, go ahead. Yes,
0: comparison is the thief of joy. All right, thank you guys so much. Um, Don't forget to share with other parents who you feel like need to hear this or can be inspired through this. But this is the Parent Trap Podcast signing off. And don't forget, if you are not a parent, don't do it. It's a (laughs) trap. It's a trap. (laughs)